This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup, just like a front three of Reese, Keane and Frockyar, right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The headset is back on. Talk us through this unbelievable turnaround. We were nearly meeting on the docks this morning to offer you a mic so we could record, but you've just got it fixed. Yeah, the headset has had a Lazarus-like return. Incredible, really. I noticed this morning that basically when the mic joins the headset, it has slightly come apart. So I've done some DIY and I've managed to get it back sorted. Hence why you can hear some lovely audio from me today, I imagine. Because last time there was a little bit of a crackle going on. Whereas now it's it's uh, clean as a whistle, as they say in the trade. I was disappointed listening back to the last one. It was just, I said it was fine, but it wasn't. You sound much better today. So uh, everyone's going to enjoy this, I'm sure. We've just been talking about Dwayne Holmes' birthday. Happy birthday, Dwayne. And Toasted Indeed, Muffins. Yeah. I wonder whether Dwayne Holmes on his 29th birthday will be treating himself to some toasted muffins this morning. Because I had a few last night as like a supper, as a nightcap and before bed. And you forget just how good toasted muffins are, I think. They're absolutely world class. And I always reckon that breakfast items are better towards bedtime anyway, which is bizarre. Yeah, but, cereal. Yeah, cereal and toast and toasted muffins and even crumpets I'm a massive crumpet fan before bed um, <laughs> but yeah really enjoying my toasted muffins but anyway getting back to Dwayne Holmes yeah 29 today and we were talking about coming on here how little proximity in age there is between us two and Dwayne Holmes because Dwayne Holmes has been around years and years on this sort of uh, championship circuit and he's only four school years ahead of us which means if we just started high school he'd be in sort of year 10 year 11 wouldn't he which is mental yeah. to think that we could have gone to school with Dwayne Holmes had we lived in in USA and yeah. near Dwayne Holmes <laughs> yeah well I think he moved over here when he was young I might be wrong in saying that yeah, he's not got him. he's not got a hint of American really has he have you ever heard him speak not really I, I, I can imagine a big splash coming along in the Lancashire Post of like really mm. coming to terms and getting stuck into Dwayne Holmes. I reckon 
that would make a really nice feature talking about how Dwayne Holmes came from USA to Preston North End. That would be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's a little bit like the one that he did with Militon Osmaich and his um, mate that worked Friend. at Nico. Yeah. yeah, it's cool, that. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. He's got to be in there, hasn't he, at some point, Militan, after a win. He's got to be in where, sorry? Nico. Oh, Nico. a drink. Oh, yeah, with that. He'd be absolutely a adored, wouldn't he, if you... Imagine going in there and just seeing him having a few IPAs with Frockyar or whatever. The box great, office, that. Yeah. And the best part about it is that he wouldn't be able to understand a, a word you're saying, <laughs> which would be even better. Like, he'd just be sort of... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it'd be nice to see him, wouldn't it? Uptown. A bit like a throwback because they used to, players used to go around town, didn't they, after three points? Hellfire, you couldn't um, you couldn't go in Mr. Joe's in town without seeing Ben Davis or Alan Brown after Beluga. They were obsessed. Oh, yeah, I'm talking yeah. even further back, like when. Oh, like Gregan. Uh, drinking culture, like yeah, but no. It's yeah. like Kurt Nogan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, but Brown and Davis did like it, didn't they? I saw Fisher out once. Yeah. Robinson was a big one as well. Was he? Yeah. They just loved it. I suppose the young lads, weren't they? They were, then? weren't they? Yeah, they were really young. Like they're not the sort of um, evergreen types they are nowadays. They were young sprogs coming through. Uh, so we were actually quite good then as well, which um, which always helps because you're winning more often than not and therefore you're, you're out in town more often than not. I remember asking um, Ben Davis what he was doing out tonight. We've got a game next week. And he was like, "Well, that's that's like in a week's time, mate. Like, I'm not allowed to go out." And it and it blew my mind because I'm just wondering what on earth he's doing out. And like, realistically, this guy's a human being. And like, what am I doing out? Is that the same reason he's out? Yeah, that's a shocking question, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It'd have been well, it have been well within his rights to tell you to piss off and leave him alone. Oh, without doubt. He looked at me like I had about twelve heads. <laughs> um, <laughs> go on, Ben. What are you doing? Buddy? Come back, Ben. Come back, Ben. Well, It'd be nice to see Ben Davis return, wouldn't it? A little bit like my headset in some sort of Lazarus-like return. How was your weekend? Up to much other than football? Well, it's on the previous episode, I spoke of how I wouldn't be drinking this weekend, didn't I? Uh, yeah, and you how weren't it would be a going quiet out. weekend for me. Mm. And that was all going hunky-dory on Friday night, quiet night, watched Leeds Leicester, watched a little bit of racing at the Breeders' Cup in the USA. No problem, went to bed at a reasonable time, woke up fresh Saturday, felt great. North End win, it all goes tits up. Ended up in the Eldon after the game, having a few, and then out for a curry, and then in town after that. Wow. Which is remarkable, really. Which is not like me one bit. After a curry, I'm normally, normally KO'd. I can't drink after a curry. No. But um, I went straight onto the rum and cokes after the curry, only like sort of imagining that, I, that I'd have one or two. And then I ended up having um, plenty. Ended up in Cuckoo. Beluga top floor. I've had a tenner to get into Beluga, which is just remarkable. Like, I need to have a serious... Some, some reflection needed from me this week. I need to have a real a good look in the mirror and just get myself sorted out because at the moment this is getting pathetic. It's getting beyond the joke. But the curry was world-class. Shank, high Serbian forward. It's, yeah, it is world-class. Doesn't, doesn't disappoint. It it's about as good as you get in the local area. Now the champagne has deceased, which was quite <laughs> handy for me living locally to the champagne. And the quality there was uh, world-class. It's just a shame they had a live chicken coop in the back. <laughs> but I don't really have an issue with that, as long as the chicken and, and the curry's quite good. And then, obviously, if you'd like to travel slightly further afield to the Charger, which is on the A59 on the way to Mellor and Blackburn Way, 
that's good. But in the in the immediate local area, you can't really beat the Sai Serbi. So Agreed. Yeah, really Have you had the fish madras from there? I, I haven't had that. It's but, on the uh, specials. It's would, very good. I would be open to it. I went I with some friends wallet. recently and, and they had chicken tikka masala and they were hugely disappointed and it wasn't great. But I'm thinking, well, yeah, don't get a some... chicken tikka masala then. Get something good. Uh, yeah, you hoist your own petard when you get like a generic thing. You need to uh, you need to get the the class and the talents out of the chef, and therefore you go for the specialities, which I always tend to do. Mm-hmm. Although if I go to like just a bog standard takeaway, then I tend to get something normal like a dupiard as my usual go to. But yeah, I do like to um, delve into the specials menu when I'm um, at a restaurant. Enjoyed it. On to the footy. Heading into the game, I put it in our chat, didn't I? And it, it might have been a lot of waffle, really, but I just thought any result here I wouldn't be surprised by. And in class, I think I said like a 3-3 draw or something. Just felt like there might be goals. And it was a good match, wasn't it? Good game. Yeah, it's one of them. If you were taking your child on, let's say it's like their first ever North End game, it's the it's the perfect game to take them on. Loads of goals, loads of excitement. North End actually played quite well, but there's that jeopardy involved as well. The sort of game that would hook youngsters for years off the back of it. Uh, and it was two relatively flawed teams. North End were the better team for the vast majority of the contest. But North End did what North End do. And that's make you sort of sweat. How on earth we were sort of clinging on towards the denouement was remarkable. Because we were much the better team for large parts of it. Especially in the first half, which North End actually played quite well. Um, and then all of a sudden you're behind, which was remarkable. But um, great comeback to get ahead within sort of minutes. It just flashed by. We were 1-0 down and all of a sudden we were 2-1 up and and then, you know, the break came and Mark Robbins made some tactical tweaks and maybe we went slightly uh, more passive than we had been in the opening exchanges and they get back into it and then we score against a run of play and then you're thinking, right, we'll go on and score four or five here and, you know, we'll have a big celebration of Lowy's football at Deepdale and then... Not to me, they come back and score and you're biting your nails. But yeah, all in all, good win, good to get back to winning ways. And we are back in the playoff places. Yeah, sixth after 15 games. We just well, needed we, that. We of... really needed that win, though, didn't we? It was, uh, yeah, it was a big we one, did. especially with the upcoming fixture. Yeah, there were some jitters on Twitter in the week, weren't there? You know, this sort of rhetoric that this was maybe quite a, a big game for Ryan Lowe. But I suppose when you strip it all back, a win ultimately took us into the playoff places. And we were eighth in the league, but don't forget. like It's not as if we were 28, which is impossible, but you, you sort of get the point. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe it was built up to what it wasn't really, but you need that sort of feel-good factor. Learned observers of these sort of things now reckon that we will take the momentum into the contest. But then Blackburn gained momentum yesterday at Carroll Road, so who knows who's, in, who's ahead of the momentum, a metre, type thing <laughs> so yeah it was an important win just to get everyone just you know back into that feel good type of feeling again and they can walk off deep they'll proudest punch having been entertained taking three points back to their humble abode momentumometer is that what you just said yes that's what I said because I started to bring these in into like what was BT Sports, now TNT Sports they had this sort of momentum graph which I imagine they called a momentum of mock <laughs> momentum mm. yeah it's quite a tongue twister isn't momentum. It? momentum I'm just going to call it a momentum meter for now <laughs> um, so you're comfortable with the yeah going that extra step yeah it's quite a tough word to say I'd um, I challenge anybody 
to get it spot on at the first time of trying to say it off the cuff. Good start, wasn't it, to the match? I thought, well, we made three changes. I was my itch and frock, you come in and you're like, right, that's a bit, that looks a bit better in terms of a goal threat. And yeah, I mean, their goal was completely against the run of play because we'd just been on top, haven't we? Yeah, it was bizarre. And their supporters were toxic, I thought. They were like quite vocal in their dismay when they were trying to go forward, really. They had spells of having the ball quite a lot, but like not doing anything with it. And you could hear the anger towards the players. And then, yeah, they ended up scoring, which is a mile offside, but it is what it is. More decisions going against us, but when you win, you don't feel quite as hard done by it. And yeah, I couldn't believe we'd gone behind. We were in control, yeah. more or less comfortable. And then they score in typical North End style, really. It's not great defending, albeit it is offside. But And then you could hear the worst, really, because you started that well and then you go behind and it's not a nice place to be, but picked ourselves up well and, um, and got back into it. Did look offside, didn't it? It's one of them where there was lines and maybe he gets away with it, but he just I just couldn't believe the flagnet go. It just looks obvious to me from where I was. Yeah, it just looks offside, I thought. And having watched the Thank still image of it... Hell. What on earth's going on there? It's the Alexa. It must have just connected to Bluetooth. Apologies. I see. Uh, but yeah, where was I there? We were talking about offside, weren't we? Just thought, get your flag up. And then at that point, you're thinking, not again. Lowy's going to come yeah. out afterwards and berating the officials. We could have done an Arsenal and a Liverpool and, and released a club statement this morning, couldn't we? It was they who told us that it wouldn't matter how long it takes as long as they come to the correct decision. And it was they who told us that we would never see a bad decision ever again. It was they who said it. And now it is they who are complaining about it. So um, to use that Shakespeare phrase once more in this podcast, they have hoisted their own petard. And I quite like sitting back and watching it unfold. Guardiola's and Arteta's of the world and Klopp, they all told us this is a great move for football. This is great. This is all hunky-dory. And, you know, it was never quite going to run as smoothly. Yeah, the turnaround was class. Holmes makes that finish look easy, but I imagine it's not. And then to be 2-1 at half-time. I'm not sure if it was a penalty. What do you think? I know the defender ends up on the floor, but... He's tripping the defender and he sort of grabs Millie's shoulders when he's about to pull the trigger. So, yeah, I think it's it's a penalty because Mm. um, it was an absolute golden opportunity had had he not been infringed. But yeah, yeah, I thought it was a penalty. And yeah, Holmes took the goal really nicely. Allowed himself a touch and a breath and then precision-like. Yeah, I um, did it. Right, where, where the ball sort of just skids off the surface in between the legs of the defender, which is yeah. which is tough to stop. And it just sort of smashes the back of the net with that lovely um, grace. As so soon as it left his boot, you knew where it was It was going. in. And I had a lovely angle on it as well. Just thinking. Right yeah. behind it. Yeah. And there was no other place that ball was going but the back of the net. It looked good though, didn't it? Holmes, Frockyar, Miller and Osmaich. That was uh, that's the sort of thing you want to see at a home game against someone languishing at the bottom end of the table. Yeah, it just looked more progressive. And North End played more progressive stuff, especially in the first half. Uh, I thought Mads was rightly taken off in the, at the time. second half because uh, that change could have come a lot earlier as well, to be honest, because Coventry were winning the midfield battle. Alan Brown was world-class all, all day, yet again, by the way. It's a remarkable engine he's got. He just runs and runs and runs. But it looked at one point like it was just him in that midfield in the second half. Um, and he couldn't stop them, really. And we were quite yeah. lucky that they didn't score in that moment. Yeah, the first 15 right minutes off. after half-time were, were mental. It was just wave after wave of Coventry attack. We were under siege. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, that change ought to have come earlier, really. So we're quite lucky that we didn't that we weren't made to pay. Uh, but yeah, opening half, I thought it was really good, really good to watch. It was possibly the best first half that I've watched this season. Albeit I missed a sort of glut of wins at the start of the campaign. Yeah, Plymouth was yeah, good, was but good. yeah, I think it probably was. I think it probably was best. It was really good half, and you know, it just looked better to watch, and mm. nothing actually played better. So yeah. um, long, long may that continue. Whether he keeps that up for Blackburn away is a different matter because it's a, a trickier assignment. It'll be a bold move were he to do so, which I've no doubt I'll get commended for. If he does it, but I don't think he will. I think he'll probably go back to like a five at the back and a more rigid, uh, direct approach. Just reminded us that Brown can do that role as well next to Whiteman. He's having a remarkable season in the fact that, and he's like, got that goal now. Take that off. Yeah, you always sort of get that here with Brown when he stands over a penalty. You get flashbacks to that fateful day against Derby oh. where he, he couldn't have dragged it any more wide. But no, yeah, he um, stuck it away with a plum. And I didn't think I'd be able to like Alan Brown any more than I currently than I did previously, but I've got so much admiration. Like He's had a tricky time, really, in the last couple of years. Like Obviously, he had that... That year under Neil, where he scored loads of goals and he was pressing like a greyhound, whereas his role's slightly tempered nowadays. But wow, what a renaissance he's having! Because there was a lot of North End fans who thought he was done, and they thought when he got his new contract, you know, he was on eighteen grand a week, and there were people who who sort of begrudged him, and they thought he got his feet under the table. And not a bit of it. He actually loves North End. I've no doubt he'd be happy to sign another contract, which we should literally sweep the flag market for because this guy's a living Preston North End legend and we should squeeze every ounce of Alan Brown we've got left, which is hopefully quite a long time. But yeah, his performances this year have gone from strength to strength. And yeah, kudos to him because obviously it's lost Johnson, who was his, his big pal and a bloke who spent loads of time with at the club. Um, and he's carried on that mantle of leadership and yeah love Alan Brown mm. absolutely love him Mr Preston isn't he Alan Brown yeah. don't get, yeah, ma- don't get many players like him coming along too often no <laughs> to be fair we've had these sort of midfielders like McKenna and Gregan uh, and a few of us like Brown who like in the last sort of 20 years we've um, we've had to call upon and they've been leaders on the pitch and they've been great servants to the club you don't always get that so we're sort of lucky in a way that we have these players who are willing to hang around for a bit and, you know, their best years are at North End. So long may that continue. You won't know until he's left, will you? But you got the feeling he wasn't quite on that pedestal with him. But if he, if he has another two or three, probably more years, gets to 500 appearances, then he's he going to be, the record, up, he's, he's gonna be up there. Yeah, he said he wants to. He said he, he, said he yeah. wants to break it. Yeah. But yeah, so, the, fact, <laughs> the fact, like you said, everyone else has left and fancied something else. Because he's clearly ambitious, but he just wants to succeed here, which is quite a special yeah. thing. I suppose it helps as well that he's got a young family at home. I imagine he likes the area, which is all good. So that's great to see. And we're talking after the game about how like he could have quite a lot of years left in him. Like he's his engine's remarkable. He's like a, a butcher's dog. He's got incredible yeah. fitness levels. So obviously age and that, you start to get more injuries. But what is he? It's sort of 28, late 28, 30. yeah, so prime years, really. So, yeah, he's got plenty, plenty left in the tank. Love Alan Brown, crikey, really do. Get emotional. Another goal for Osmaic and Kean Best was, what did you make of him? I thought, yeah, so positive yeah, on the ball. Yeah, he had a great game, Kean Best, I thought. 
of course, he's a bit wet behind the ears. He's a touch naive. He's always looking to make that sort of Hollywood pass, which isn't a bad thing. Uh, but you've just got to know when to do it and when not to do it. Like if you're on the edge of your 18-yard box, maybe it's wiser to punt the ball up the field. But he likes to pass it, it really it hard into people's feet, yeah. doesn't he? <laughs> he does. Control this. <laughs> yeah, there's a moment in the first half where he played one of those sort of bludgeon balls. Uh, and it, it was nowhere near Miller, who I imagine it was intended for. And their defender couldn't, it was too hot to handle even for him. And it went out for a for our throw. But um, <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got a great career ahead of him. He's got a lovely delivery on him. So I thought he had a really, really good game. And he needed to as well, because like sort of, there's been a lot of angst about Brady of late. And it's good to sort of take Brady out the firing line and obviously... A young local lad, and he's always going to get more, um, more sort of leeway with everyone. So, um, yeah, I thought he was great. And then Osmite obviously just couldn't miss. Um, it was like a league one goal, wasn't it? Just like cutting a defence open with a cross, free header. Yeah. Took it well. Great ball from Miller, who we've been slightly critical of in terms of his final ball. He has like the cutting edge, um, and he gets more and more frustrating the more you watch him run at defenders, cutting on his right foot and then lack of end product. But kudos to him, kept it simple this time, stops on the ball, had time and then produces the most delicious cross where had Osmaic missed, it would have been a crime against humanity. Really good goal. And then you you know, you know, got that two-goal cushion then and it would have taken quite a lot for Koff to get back into the game. But they certainly made us sweat. Pretty mad, really, isn't it? Playoff final and then sitting 20th after 15 games. Shows what a couple of good players leaving the club can do. Yeah, they'll be perfectly fine. Robins yeah, they will. Really. They've got some good players. Like they brought on Ellis Sims at the break, who was good. He's mm. a good player. Paid a fortune for him. Yeah, you bear in mind the sort of price tag and he's only on the bench. You can start to wonder as a commentary fan, you think, like, why is mm. he not starting? And he looked quality when he came on, to be fair. Yeah, they'll be perfectly fine. They've got a decent squad of players there. It's just not happening at the moment. But... Peaks and troughs in football. I've no doubt they'll be all right. Friday, looking forward to it. I can't wait for this. Well, actually, no, you, these games make you feel a bit sick, don't they? Yeah. But yeah. I'm, yeah. Uh, I'm up for it. Can't stand these games at all. No, they're, they're absolutely so turmoil, aren't they? Blackburn at the back, like literally the whole back four. I think is gone, yeah. apart from Harry Pickering. So, but we went there last year, didn't we, with a depleted team and absolutely tore it up. So yeah, yeah. it's just not a great away day, Blackburn either. It's like like the the place where Time forgot, really old-fashioned. It's always grey and dark, which it will be on Friday evening. I've no idea why it's a Friday night game. It just appears a bit of a policing nightmare, really. Loose. But, uh, yeah, it's one of them. Not really um, fearful of Blackburn. They're sort of mid-table, aren't they? And they had a good win at the weekend. Should be a tight game, you'd imagine. I wouldn't have thought there'd be many goals, to be honest. Probably one or two in it. But you just hope that we can get the best of them. They're one of those teams, you've absolutely no idea what you're, what you're going to get. Yeah. Like You could check Blackburn. You check Blackburn 3-0 up at Norwich. And then and they lost 1-0 at home to Swansea last week. They're just a bit of a weird side. We have, yeah. had, I think we've had the better of them in recent times, haven't we? Not that that counts for anything on Friday. But I feel like we've had more good days than bad against them even though there have been a couple of stinkers aren't there over yeah. over the last few years yeah we've had the better over them sort of when they came into the league in 2016 was it or when we went up into the league yeah we've had the better days 100% but um, it's it's started to revert to the mean slightly in recent times I just hope we get out of there unscathed really I take a point all day every day people might be fuming because Mass might be back on bench but 
I don't know if it's yeah big team selection really hopefully Hughes is back but then what do you do with best you put him at wing back do you just drop him to the bench some big decisions tricky one and that's why Ryan Lowe gets paid the big bucks I'd be stunned when the team comes out if Ryan Ledson's not in it he loves Ledson for these types of games Derby day means one thing Leg Ryan Ledson in the PA Leg team and you can expect a Pass big challenge with... after 10 minutes yeah probably on Tyrese Dolan Having not broke both of his legs a couple of years ago, I joked. It was absolutely awful. Yeah, it was tremendous. <laughs> he, I, he's gone to pot any time he's told on like his Instagram. I mean, it's in his Instagram. He thinks he's Drake. I've seen his Instagram. Um, his reels are appalling. You just if you're you're just thinking, what are you doing? But right, I think you'll get this very easily. But oh no, don't say that. You, you've got to get this. Absolutely every detail ticked off here. April the 2nd, 2016. Should get that. Get away. Come on, you know the style by now. If we're away, then I'll do an away game. Well, that's not necessarily the case. It is. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure a few weeks ago, you you lobbed in a home game and we're, we're away. Anyway, 2016. I hope I get this right. This would be an absolute shocker if I don't. Garner and Hugill, 2-1. Yeah, superb. Oh, remember going that remember going that day and thinking, God, really, really hoping we won. We just really didn't like Blackburn that day because not never really played and my first experience of it. Yeah. Obviously it's seen him growing up in the Premier League. Oh um, or go one nil down. Then is it Shane Duffy handles it on the line and we just yeah. absolutely tear him apart after that. It went off. Yeah. That was a seven thousand, didn't we? Yeah, Garner doing the chicken celebration, absolutely superb against his hometown club, and I'm pretty sure the team he actually supports. But um, supports us, doesn't he? Well, I have no idea. Probably, <laughs> he probably does now. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, that was a great day. To be fair, went there nervous, but like really excited. Whereas nowadays it's a bit of a chore in it to go to Blackburn. Yeah, there yeah. was that feeling that we could do something quite special. Yeah, that was class day, that. Obviously, we took hordes and hordes of fans and, and there were still no offenders in the home end. I remember when the penalty went in, it all kicked yeah. off at the bottom yeah. of the corner. There, there was, was a video, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. Which was absolutely <laughs> superb. Yeah, good day, that. I must admit, I went there that day with more of a spring in my step than I am doing on Friday evening. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like it was the first one, wasn't it? Like the first away trip there. Oh. Yeah, yeah, quality. We we had loads of chances to make it three and four in the second half. I remember Beckford running through, and that would have been just brilliant. But no, our team playing. then was just like warriors, weren't it? They die mm-hmm. to win. Yeah, good team, Indeed. a relatable team, a relatable team under Grace. Good times. Grayson got it done, didn't he? In derbies, really, pretty good. Yeah, more and, often than not. Sorry, Neil. That, yeah. yeah, oh, his record was outstanding. Yeah, his first like eight or nine, we didn't didn't lose, did we? Just didn't lose. Yeah, it came to a head during lockdown against Blackburn, didn't it? Yeah, that, that was horrible. But you don't mind that as much because you're not in ground. But that that lockdown win at Blackburn was absolutely class because like we were hoping at the time. Yeah, yeah, and like we were sort of we just weren't the same, and so we were sort of played with injuries, and you feared the worst against Blackburn, who were towards the top of the league, I think, and then. Yeah, we go with, and then there's that infamous interview with Tony Mowbray after the game that was put on Twitter by Radio Langs, <laughs> where he just says basically that he's cold. <laughs> Absolutely unbelievable. In fact, I'm going to go back and listen to that. After yeah, this send it over, and, yeah. and I'll retweet it for those who um, 
who either <laughs> haven't listened or don't remember. But it is absolutely super. It's worth going back to once in a while just to just to watch. And... I think Andy had to say, "Are you okay, Tony?" Midway <laughs> <laughs> through. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, you know. Tony Mowbray was great for a miserable interview. Like they could have won quite <laughs> easily, and he's still got something to moan about. Yeah, I, I, I've got a lot of time for Tony Mowbray. I think he's all right. So we actually went to uh, well. press her together to, to one of Tony Robert's presses, didn't we? During our uh, youth and he's days. Actually, yeah. He's actually quite warm and witty. And yeah, he is. But, um, but you wouldn't really know that had you um, had you just listened to his radio like and stuff because he's one of the most miserable men on earth on them. Yeah. But, um, Daniel Iverson made an unbelievable save in that game, didn't he? just reminded me. Like down yeah. to his right. God, he was good. Yeah. So they got now. a pen that wasn't a pen, was it? Can't was remember. It? Well, they scored. Oh yeah, they scored a pen, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, it was weak and horrible, soft. But yeah, yeah it's a shame about Everson, isn't it? Because he's just on the bench, isn't he? Wasted talent. Somebody will get a good goalkeeper there. It's a massive waste of talent, yeah. But there's been quite a few of them. Sort of, Carlo Nash was class, and then he barely played again. once he left yeah. off end, mm. like has he still got the most clean sheets in the league? A record. That sort of defence Pretty sure he does. And then he just never played, which was an absolute crime, really. Great goalkeeper. I wonder where Iverson will end up. You know, if Wood, if an offer ever comes in for Woodman, you could just go and get Iverson back, couldn't you? Yeah. You absolutely loved it. Fans you probably have to spend some money on him, though, wouldn't you? And like, I don't know. If he's third choice, they're probably just happy to get rid. Yeah. But you'd, you'd, yeah, you'd pay a mil for Iverson, wouldn't you? Yeah, we did that with, with Woodman, didn't we? So, But it's not really a trendy thing to do to spend money on goalkeepers, is it? Any plans for this week? Are you working? Working Tuesday, Thursday. You do work hard. Yeah, grafter. And then uh, Friday, obviously. The biggie. I've no real plans. I might just have a quiet one, to be honest. What, this weekend? Yeah, I don't normally like rocking up to local derbies without having a few to take the edge off. And I most likely will have a few to take the edge off, but I can't imagine it going massive, unless we win. And then I've no doubt I'll, I'll be rolling around warehouse. Wearing absolutely nothing but my glasses the way to see. <laughs> oh God, watch out then. What floor will you be on? Just so people can avoid it, should we pick up three points? Well, the indie floor is now on the bottom floor, isn't it? Is it? I've not been in there for a long time. Yeah, for quite a while it was on the top floor. When I went in, probably two weeks ago, was it? I went up to the uh, top floor and I had a rude awakening with some crash bang wallop tackle going on up there. So I returned to the bottom floor. Well, like heavy metal. Yeah, like Jeff Hardy type. There weren't any swan top bombs going on, but um, yeah, that sort of heavy metal rocker type thing. But yeah, it's bottom floor nowadays. I'd be stunned if I end up in warehouse. I hope I don't, anyway. I wouldn't be stunned whatsoever, but you just never know. You know, if we lose it, we straight home and just drown the Oh, God. It'll be a terrible start to the weekend, won't it, if we lose? It'll just be a rank weekend. It just completely It'll just really. Oh, God. Yeah. So, so, well, there's no point going into that now, is there? Like, we haven't lost yet. No, that's two from the Finney, that, isn't it? R.I.P. R.I.P. Jake, Which outstanding is. work for several yeah. years. We well, just have the utmost inspiration, really. For so, the question like is, would we be here now if it wasn't for FTF? Uh, well, we know the answer to that. Jake because Jake Oates took a chance on us. Our big break. And we had some great times on there. I really enjoyed it. It was at its best, though, when we weren't on it. It was best when it was Jimmy, it was Ollie, and Brownie's world class. And it was great back then. There was a great comment, wasn't there, on Facebook, who was dismayed (laughs) that it was going. 
uh, and that they were stuck with Preston North End Weekly, who don't really analyse anything and they talk too much cricket. And he's absolutely spot on, but we don't really try to analyse too much, whereas Ollie and Jimmy really like to get in the, you know, nuts and crannies and, of the map, yeah. which was great. You know, they like to really scratch, not just beneath the surface, but to the earth's crust on how North End were either winning or weren't winning or drawing. So, um, and it was a great listen for many years, and they paved the way for other North End podcasts. So, Jay Coates, QDOS, Preston Legend. A respectful note to end on. Superb. That's what we're about. Well, that is us, isn't it? We are, we are respecters. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone very David Brent here, hasn't it? Yeah, from one, uh, one respecter to another. Over and out. See you next time. Yes, I shall see you soon. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and PE are on the TV. You're watching with all your mates and the McNugget share boxes are open for all. Your pal's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Result. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participate in restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com on the McDonald's app. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.